Hey everyone, welcome to the Spiritual Underground Podcast. My name is Dan and I am your host as always. 12-Step Spiritual Recovery is a group of men and women who are providing the 12 steps to everyone. No longer are you limited to uh, harnessing these tools if you're an alcoholic or an addict or an overeater or a gambler or any of the other hundred different fellowships that use the 12 steps to uh revolutionize and transform lives uh we say come as you are it's recovery for all um 12stepspiritualrecovery.com you go there the homepage will give you a meeting schedule you can join us uh, on zoom from anywhere in the world and a book that accompanies the program 12 step spiritual recovery by james christopher cone can be found on amazon so I've been bringing some extra guests here lately. Uh, frankly, it's been deer season, and uh, I don't want to chase podcasts while I'm deer hunting. And I kind of put that in the universe, and the universe provided and gave me a lot of guests, and I've been able to uh, uh, get myself booked up and have episodes in the can all the way to November the 12th, maybe the 19th, or 19th, I think. Um but it's time to get back in the saddle. I've kind of missed it. Uh, it's one of the things that's been bugging me lately is uh, let a couple things. Um, my routine has changed in a couple of ways. One of the ways was is I accidentally cut all the caffeine out of my life. And, uh, and I kind of detoxed on it. So now when I drink some caffeine, I actually get the effect again. So I'm trying to not overuse that. But another thing was uh, I haven't been podcasting for six or eight weeks, and I kind of miss that. Good to get back into the saddle. Today's guest, Mir Ezra, says he's a successful entrepreneur and business coach, an inventor, a banker, professional speaker, author, and philanthropist. Uh, says he helped business owners, budding entrepreneurs, executives, just the list goes on. Uh, he was born in Israel. Uh, You'll hear a little of his story in this today and uh, the adversities that he's overcome to get where he's at today. And um, he's looking to help people. Uh, A spiritual coach, I believe, is also would fit uh, business and spiritual coach, which, you know, a lot of times it's tough to, like, mix those two things or, you know, seems like uh, they're mutually exclusive. But, uh, of course, we know that's not the case in 12-step recovery. And so why would that be the case with a gentleman like Mir? So we will uh, get on to the business at hand. I'll give you Mir. All right, so we'll get right to the guest today, uh, Mir Ezra, and uh, the list of things that was uh, sent to me about this gentleman is uh, there's no way that I could adequately repeat all that information. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of great things in uh, in in success and prosperity, and uh, and really from a from a very uh, uh, what started behind the eight ball out of the gates had. Uh, uh, well, I'm losing my words, had uh, stuff to deal with from the time he was born to overcome yeah. in order to get to where he's at today. And uh, I'll tell you, this is an example real quick of another one of these, If you know, 
if, if you're sitting around thinking you can't get anywhere because of whatever's going on in your life, uh, the really are, this this gentleman's story will will change your mind. And anybody, you know, they're, they're, these obstacles are are meant to be overcome. And uh, it seems to some extent that seems to be part of uh, our our job is to overcome obstacles. That's uh, part. I always think uh, overcome obstacles and help other people. That seems to be my mm-hmm. two main missions. So go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit so they'll understand. My listeners will understand who you are. Uh, okay. Hi. Nice to meet you and uh, anyone that's listening. So my story is uh, I was born in a very, very small uh, town in the north of Israel. And um, I was born with both my feet pointing backward. So from the age of three days, to the age of six years old, I had a um, cast up to my hips. And every three days they will take off the cast, break the feet and put the cast back in. So I was in constant pain for six years. And uh, after six years, they took out uh, the cast and they told me, you know, your feet are pointing forward, but uh, you cannot walk. There was no muscles and you basically an invalid, you will not succeed to, you will not be able to walk or do anything, just get used to a um, wheelchair. And uh, everyone tried to convince me. And I had this thing that um, in life, you can either be cause or effect. Hmm. If you, so how do you know that it is you? How do you know that you do something right? It is when you are causing, when you are not the effect of someone or something. And I said, no, I managed to grow this body somehow so I can fix it. And I started to do uh, all kinds of things um, with my mind. Uh, and I actually decided to recreate the fit. And uh, after a few years, not only that I could walk and run and everything, I joined when I got uh, to the age of 18, I joined the most uh, prestige, the most difficult unit in the Israeli Navy. I become a diver. Just to give you an idea, the course is two years. We started 4,000 people. And after two years, we ended up 21. Wow. So it's really tough. And, um, and since then, I just, uh, anything I'm doing in life, uh, I look and I say, Number one, I need to be cause. Number two, I need to allow everyone else to be at least as cause as me. Hmm. So I need to be cause not by making someone else useless. I need to be cause by making someone else at least as cause as me. And once I got this idea that it, uh, that me being cause do not mean someone else need to fail. Someone else need to be the effect. Once I realized that my, like at a very young age, everything changed for me and I could actually see more and more and more viewpoints. And I realized that every time that I'm in effect, I'm consuming entertainment. I'm consuming life from other people, from other things. And when I'm cause I'm giving life into things. Hmm. Um, and that, uh, uh, so I've been in the Israeli Navy for six years. I was extremely successful there. I got to the highest level possible. Then I went uh, 
to a trip in the Far East. I climbed the Himalaya. I've done all kinds of things. Yeah. And then I started business. And by the age of uh, 31 years old, I made 100 million US dollars cash. Wow. wow. And then just things improve. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, uh, definitely a pretty good step on the ladder to uh, to success. 100 million at age 31. Yeah. Is that what you said? 31? Yeah, wow. 31. Yeah. yeah. So uh, as we were chatting at the beginning of the before I hit the record button, I'd said I'd, I'd said something about uh, that the universe had provided me with some things, and uh, you had a different point of view on that, and I would love to to pursue where you were going with that. Yeah. So the universe is a physical thing. What does it mean, physical thing? Physical thing can be anything that composed of matter, energy, space, or time. And physical things don't give you things. A stone cannot give you things. A stone is interesting, and I'm interested. A stone I can use. A stone don't give me things. And when I start to think that uh, someone, that something can give me things, it means that I cannot give life into it, so I'm becoming an effect. Hmm. So how do you know if you're on the right road? If someone tells you, um, do that, and you say, is it making me more cause or more effect? If it's making me cause, it is guaranteed that it's correct. If it makes me an effect, it's guaranteed that it's incorrect. Because what? how effect can you be? Dead. When you are dead, you don't cause anything. When you are alive, you cause everything. So the more you say that, the more you expect something or someone to give you things, the more you become an effect. The moment that you realize that the only person that the only person that define your condition is you, you define your condition. Yeah. But when I'm talking about you, you are not just your body. You have your body, you have your family, uh, you have um, sex as a mechanism to create future survival. You have groups, you have mankind, you have life forms. Uh, you have uh, the physical universe, you you are composed of all those things, including the God or the creator. This is all you. And when you're handling one thing, when you make one thing an effect, let's say you make your wife an effect, at that moment, you become an effect. Because the weakest link, the, the area that's uh, doing the worst will define the condition of all the rest of the areas. So whenever you look at anything from my viewpoint is, am I cause here or am I an effect? So if I start to blame someone, I'm an effect. Every time I blame someone, every yeah. time I blame a condition, I'm an effect. So if I'm an effect, thank you very much. Straight to hell. Yeah. Yeah, the effect could also be uh, interchanged a little bit. It sounds like it, you can also that ends up putting you in a state of victim, in the state of the yeah. victim, where you mm -hmm. are the the victim of what's going yeah. on rather than happened to uh, me. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, that is uh, seems to be a real uh, a real crutch for the human condition that that we want to point outward and look at all and and t and explain why if this was this way I would be doing better and if that was this way I'd be and if he wasn't such a such and such and. Uh, and yeah. start pointing the fingers every place else when when uh, when it's when it's really it's me I'm the problem uh, it's the it, problem is not outside it, of me it's it's you're not the problem you're the cause 
So you can cause problems or you can cause life. It's up to you. You can see that um, a person um, most of the time uh, find fault with other people. And when I find fault with you, let's say that I say it's your fault that I'm not successful. Now I'm at your mercy. Until you don't change that, I'm just sitting there waiting. I'm at your mercy. I'm I'm total victim. So you will see that if you specialize in looking at what's wrong, you'll become very good at finding wrong thing and your life will become wrong. Yeah. If you specialize in finding what's right, you'll become very good at finding what's right. And there is a law that I isolated and the law says the following machines you find you machines you fix by finding what's wrong with them people you fix by finding what's right with them hmm. I like that so for as long as you try to find what's wrong with someone you will break him and you, the purpose of all people regardless of what they do even when they commit a sin people commit a sin in an effort to resolve a problem when a person commit a sin let's say a person cheated his wife he had a problem that he had an uncontrolled urge let's say a person stole money he had a problem that maybe he didn't have money or he didn't know how to make money every sin that you ever committed was in an effort to resolve a problem which means you're basically good you just don't know how yeah. you just don't know how yeah. And when a person commits a sin, he will tell you, I, you know, I don't know. It's not me. I don't know why I'm doing it. I don't know. I don't know. And they really don't know. They don't know. So you can see that when a person don't bring the expected result is only because he's, he's lacking knowledge. What does it mean, lack knowledge? It's not that he doesn't have knowledge. Uh, let, let me just uh, switch to drawing here. Uh, I want to draw, so I will just switch into a, what some kind of a white paper. Uh, here we go. So, so you will see that um, when a person don't know, let, let's say there is knowledge. Okay, knowledge result in control. Knowledge result in control, and control result in income. And income do not mean that. Uh, uh, it's just money. Income means love, admiration, anything that you want, health. So if you don't control something, if you don't have income, you don't have knowledge. But knowledge, uh, a person have so much space for knowledge. And when he has a problem with knowledge, it's not that the knowledge jo uh, box is empty. He has something that I call fake reality. Fake reality is a piece of information you're 100% sure is correct, but when you use it, it doesn't bring the expected results. Hmm. You're 100% sure that uh, shouting at your wife will fix the problem, but you shout at her and it doesn't bring the expected result. You obviously have fake reality. Yeah. So I say that the process of learning is not adding more data because the spirit knows. The process of learning is the process of removing fake realities and allowing you to know. Process of learning is not adding more data. The problem is not data. The process of learning is removing fake realities and allowing you to know. 
If the problem was less data, every person, the older he will get, the smarter he will get. But people get older and stupider and less able because they have the accumulating fake realities. Those people that actually improve are those people that have these epiphanies that say, wow, this thing was nonsense. How did I think like that? Yeah. They remove a piece of fake reality and now they have a realization, a win, a change. And now they improve. So the problem is never knowledge. It's never lack of knowledge. The problem is too much faulty knowledge. And when you remove that, when you actually remove the faulty knowledge, and there is a specific method to do that, all of a sudden, the person becomes himself. And lucky for us, every single spirit, there's not one spirit on earth that is not perfect. I said, I have a law that says that you are perfect and anything that is not perfect is not you. When you do something that is not perfect, you know it's not you. There is some kind of an urge, something that you in your natural state, you wouldn't do that. When you are three years old, you wouldn't do something like that. You thought that I will be the most ethical, the most beautiful, the most helping, the most everything. And something along the way added to you, to the real you, that mess you up. So you are perfect and anything that is not perfect is not you. And my job, what I do in my teaching, in my processing, what I do, I help people to discover fake realities, to remove them. And now you actually handle the problem. You didn't, you didn't do something that you didn't handle the problem by force. You didn't say, I, I will not do drugs by force, or I will not drink by force, or I will not be violent by force. I will force myself. I need someone to hold me. No, you find the reason why it happened, remove it. And once you actually remove the real source of the problem, the problem stop being a problem. Yep. That's pretty much the way we work on work through this is to uh, get rid of the stuff that isn't me. Uh, yeah. The things that I've done in my life that I am uh, now killing myself over uh, drinking and drugging myself to death are, are, are times when I, when I did not act in my true spirit. And then I'm remorseful mm -hmm. about that. And I have to go resolve that stuff. At least that's what we do. We resolve those things, process them one way or another, mm -hmm. uh, either by confronting, mm -hmm. you know, making amends with somebody and making it right or, uh, mm -hmm. or, or through the, through, through forgiveness for when something bad is, you know, something air quote bad has happened to me from another person. I have to find mm -hmm. some way to uh, allow some forgiveness in my heart because otherwise I'm just carrying them around with me all the time. And that is not what I'm here to be doing. <laughs> Yeah, and it's very good, and I, and we can talk about this for a second, because let's look let's look about let's let's look at something, okay? Mm -hmm. So let's say this is time. Let's say this is time, okay? Mm -hmm. And this is where you are now, and this is something that you've done in the past, a sin, okay? There you go. So for something to continue, for something to continue, it has to contain a lie. I will explain why. Okay, I'll explain why. Truth, we can we can say that truth. Truth is the is the original. It's the moment of creation. It has no time. It has no continuation. Why? Because if I say that something happened now, 
and I change the time, it's already not the truth. Yes, if I said that we started this conversation an hour ago, I changed the time. It's incorrect. It's not the truth. Yes, because it's changed from the original. If I say that uh, I'm not in Cape Town right now, I change the place. It's not truth. If I said that I'm not sitting, if I said that I'm standing, it's not the form. And if I said that I'm not talking, it's definitely not truth. <laughs> it's not the event. So the truth can be said to be the exact time, place, form, and event. Okay? Any change here, which the first one is time, of course, the, the place change because we are on a planet that move and everything change. The place change. Every time something change, what you get is lies. Lies is a change from the original. Hmm. Which, yeah, if you think about it, what does it mean a lie? Change from the original. I'm not telling you exactly what's happened. And in order for something to continue, there must be a change. So if, uh, if the atom would stop moving, this thing would not be here. If there will be no motion, there will be no change. And if there will be no change, there will be no continuation. So when you find the truth about something, it ceases to exist. So when you have something that you want to resolve, it does not resolve for as long as you did not find the truth. Once you find the truth, you don't need to ask for forgiveness. You don't need to do anything. What happened is quite amazing. Let's say that I committed a sin. This is my timeline and this is your timeline. And I committed the sin against you. Okay, so I'm pushing and you're pushing. You say I'm wrong and I'm say I'm right. Okay. If I find the truth about it, this thing ceases to exist. You can push against nothing. You don't need to actually ask for forgiveness and make yourself less and and all of these things that can help as a as a penad as a, a Advil, but they are not solving the source of the problem because this thing that has been done is still there. Once you find the truth about something, it stops to exist, and at that moment, everyone gets released. Hmm. And you'll see that when you change, everyone around you change. How do you change? Finding the truth, removing fake reality. How does it, how does it sin be, a sin become a fake reality? You justify it. You explain why it's not a sin. He deserved it. He started. Uh, I didn't know what to do. You, you explain it. You justify it. So if you really realize that the only way to actually handle a problem is finding, is eliminating the source of the problem. And the only way to eliminate something is by finding the truth about it. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just using force to, to prevent it. And force is a very temporary thing. So despite the fact that you will get a person, that you will ask for forgiveness, that still something is sitting there. Still, it's not totally handled. Still, he is susceptible to doing the same thing. Still, it's actually not handled because you so didn't we, handle the source of the problem. So one of the things that a lot of people come to me with is uh, they've been abused uh, physically, sexually, something like that while they were a young child. And mm -hmm. they're still carrying that today. Uh, mm -hmm. And they would like to say they're not. 
you know, you can get into a discussion that they don't, they that's water under the bridge and that doesn't bother me anymore, but it's obviously, uh, from my eyes, uh, still a problem for them. How do you, what's, how do you put that in that bubble of, of, a of a sin? And how do I make that, how do I turn that lie from the truth so that it evaporates? Okay. So let's have a look here. Okay. Uh, If this is time and this is the beginning. Okay. Uh, I can say that, um, um oh, oh, let me ask you first a, a question before that just a second just so we can get to what is the smallest number in this universe i don't know the answer to that zero okay it's actually two it's two huh because for every, for every plus there is minus for every big there is small for every force this counter force nothing can be one way there's always two the atom is composed of electron and proton there's always two Okay. And even if you, even if you are religious or not, uh, God started with Adam and Eve. Two. There's always two. There's okay. the sky and the land. There's always two. There's nothing in this universe that can survive alone. So you can say, but yes, I have a one heart. But one heart is an idea. The heart is composed of many twos, of many cells that compose of twos. So, so the smallest number in this universe is two, which means that if this is the physical universe, we have plus and minus uh, 2, 4, 8, 16, 64, 128, 256, etc. Yes, it's growing, yes? Okay. So, which means that if I'm here somewhere, this is today, all of these things started with 2. Regardless of how many particles there is on the physical universe, it started with 2. Make sense? Yeah. If it's so. composed of two, it, it, if it's composed of two, it has to be starting with two. Okay. okay. So the word started mean was not here before. When I said the iPhone started at, I don't know, 2000 and whatever, it was not here before. Which means that what created the two was not composed of two. What created the iPhone is not the iPhone. Makes okay. sense? Yeah. So we can say that the physical universe, or we can say that something, uh, something, whoops, is anything that composed of twos and nothing, whoops, is anything that do not compose of two. Okay. Okay, great. So, this is the spiritual universe. We're calling it the spiritual universe. And this spiritual universe is a nothingness that can bring about somethingness. It can bring two. It can bring something out of nothing. Yeah. The spirit can bring something out of nothing. So when you are born, when you are born, this is you. Uh, this is the spirit. You are born. You are here. There is no past. You don't have any uh, anything that happened there's no more and more past this is past what does it mean past something created something else and this thing created that and because of that this is happened and because of that that happened and you've got a lot of past ba, 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 a lot of past yeah and it you took see two to that create here me. sorry it took two to create me from nothing it took that's correct so now you'll see that at the beginning as a baby you have endless amount of potential 
And the more you agree that you have passed, the less potential you have until eventually you're dead. The more you agree to the past, that there is something that caused you to, uh, to do something. So if something happened and so I do that, the more I agree with this prior cause mechanism, something before that caused something else, the less able I am. Okay. So you will see that um, for a person in order to improve, he must, must, must find a way to remove the past. Once you remove enough past, you open a road to yourself. So if this is, if this is now, this is now, this is the past, this is the future. And this now is never achievable because now is always moving. So right. the actual now, the actual present time is actually before time. Present time is before time. It's only when you can actually be senior to your past. And the only way to open this corridor here is there's a specific way to find the truth about those past things. So my father did something to me when I was three years old. Number one, so what? Number two, let's delete it. Let's find the truth about it. There is something that you don't see about it. And so you remember it for as long you, as you remember it, for as long as it there, it will affect you. It's past or part of your past. And there is a specific method to find those things and to remove them. And once you remove them, you become free. What does it mean? Become free before time you become you. You're not relying on your past. Most of the people, most of the time rely on their past. The yes. first thing, the first handling is to realize that there is an expiration date. There is a statue of limitation hmm. and the statue of limitation should be more or less 20 minutes. Okay. Something happened 20 minutes later. Okay. That's the truth. How can, how could I be cause over it? This is what I'm asking myself. I, I have an agreement with my wife. She has a, I have an upset with her. I have 20 minutes to handle it. If not, I figure out how I created it. I figure out how I'm cause over it. When she's upset, she allowed 14 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, that joke so, in itself is what that is part of this, whatever this malady we have where we hang on to these things from the past and it clogs up you know i always uh make a i'm talking a lot of analogies it's like i've got one of those hats on it's got the carrot hanging in front of it or a beer can or whatever it is hanging in front of it and that hanging in front of there is my past and no matter where yeah. i go everywhere i turn my head there's my past and i'm bumping into it again and one of the things i say we had to what we had to do is turn that hat around and get that past behind us where it doesn't matter anymore and then my future the, the my future will open up to endless possibilities at that point take off the hat don't put it, behind it off you because it's still there hmm. it's still there you have to get to a point the past did not pass if it did not pass if you didn't let it pass it has to be gone because the past is not there anymore it there is actually no past if you actually think about it it's gone a second ago will never come back, which means it's actually not there. It's hard to confront because people want it. So what they do, 
they put the attention on it, they put the attention on it. I, I define the word resistance as holding clause in order to avoid. <clears throat> so anything you don't like, let's say I don't like that. So I push against it, I push it away. So I need to hold it close to me in order to avoid it. If I let it go, just let it go. It's not there anymore. Yeah. I don't resist it. Resistance is actually the action of holding clothes in order to avoid total insanity. So the moment that you realize that you need to delete the past, so the past will not be there anymore. Not put it behind you, not put it above you. Just delete it, eliminate it. Only then you can become you and you're perfect and anything that is not perfect is part of your past. It's not you. And that's really the key. The technique of finding the actual moment. How did you create it? And then how did you lie about it? Which made it continue. For something to continue, it must contain a lie. Hmm. For something to continue, it must contain a change. And a change is a lie. It's a change from the original. If this have to have continuously moving, expanding, contracting, moving on a planet that move, all of these things, because otherwise it will not continue. If the atoms will decide to take a break, this thing will not be here. Right. So, so once you realize that the actual handling has to do with discovering the truth about the incident. Once you discover the truth, you don't have to ask for forgiveness. You don't have to, it's gone. Forgive about what? It's gone. Hmm. Well, I hear then, what you're saying there, but it's another one of those easier said than done. Now my past is, mm -hmm. you know, I remember it. I can't, I, I, I so far have not harnessed the power to like completely forget it to a gone state. Uh, the things that I worked on, um, the processes I went through allowed me to like remove the weight from it. Doesn't weigh as much anymore. Doesn't have the impact on it. But I don't. Uh, I, my mind can't get around. How do I just make something gone? Yeah, because you never knew that the truth is the exact time, place, form, and event, and you don't know the process of how to removing things. You just don't I know don't. it. I don't know. Yeah. So what you what you've done right now is you use force to. Generally, you can you can handle anything in life in one of the few in four ways. Number one, to say it's there. Yeah, it's there. That's it. It's there. Number two, you can use force to say that it's not there. I will forget. You use force to say it's not there. Number three, it's to lie about it, to change it, to say hey, it's not exactly how it happened, or I made peace with that, whatever. It's to lie about it. And number four is to find the truth about it and so to eliminate it. Hmm. Once you find the truth about something, it's gone. If you ever had this big idea, it was like unbelievable idea and you couldn't remember it because it was true. Hmm. Truth is this thing that it's like an epiphany of something that, wow, but I cannot remember. It's so amazing because truth has no continuation. So the only reason the past is sitting on you because people automatically add lies to it. Automatically, they justify the 
excuse what they've done continuously by adding, by changing it a bit, by explaining it. The moment that you say because, but, you're already in the realm of this has happened because of that. Okay, it's not me. There's a lie. Because the truth is it's all you. No, I am. I will admit I'm having trouble wrapping my brain around uh, how how that is done. Yeah, I'm not because I didn't explain how it's done. Yeah. And it's yeah. not something that we can do in half an hour. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's a little bit of uh, more knowledge. There's much more knowledge to really get to a position. Um, you, we need a few hours and uh, I have thousands and thousands of people that done it. And um, the interesting thing is uh, is like that. What what I do with people, I say, this is you, and this is all the good in the universe. Every time you commit a sin, you do something, and a sin I, I define as something that uh, you do that you wouldn't want someone else to do to you, but you do it in an effort to resolve a problem. So every time you commit a sin, sin has side effects. And one of the side effects is that you hide it. You don't want other people to see it. Yeah. And you commit another sin and another sin, another sin, and you hide and you hide and you hide and you hide because you don't really want people to see what you've done. You you feel embarrassed. You think that it will harm them. You don't want to cause more problems. So you, you build around you this jail because you don't want people to see. But what actually happened, you become blind. You don't see. Yeah. You build the walls of your own jail. And once you start to remove them, once you get this technique of how to find the truth, you remove something and all of a sudden you see something new and then you remove another thing and then you remove another thing and then you remove another thing and you all of a sudden start to see that actually there is nothing that stops you. Now, how to do that, it takes a few days to learn. And I've done it with, I can say, tens of thousands of people. And uh, the, the results is uniform. Number one, no more effort. And number two, you recover. Everything around you improve. Your body improve. You get what you want to have. You get money. You get uh, relationships. You, you fix everything everything by removing those blinders off your eyes because with the blinders you don't see so how can you walk you have to remove those blinders and once you remove your blinders you know where you're going to otherwise you're going in circles that take you down and down and down you're in a dwindling spiral yep well and i can totally understand that uh that we that we generally we're humans seem to be really good of at allowing our past and our experience in the past whatever that is to block us from being able to uh to move forward and in and get the things that we want i found that to be somewhat true in my recovery life when i started taking away that stuff when i started processing it started to open up gates for me and things started happening for me that i i couldn't explain any other way than uh some power working in my life that i didn't understand and and mm-hmm. you know, twelve step philosophy allows me to not understand that I don't have to have a understanding. Uh, I can just mm-hmm. use it. I don't have to know how mm-hmm. it works. I just can use it. But that's what. Uh, uh, so I uh, it's from a from a stamp from the on the baseline. I totally am on board before you where you've gone with this. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's totally true. You don't need to understand at the beginning, but sooner or later you will need to bring understanding because you are as alive as you understand. And anything that you don't understand, it's good as a, a first aid, but it will not be a handling long-term because if people will not understand, the only reason we went out of being in caves, the only reason why we progress is because of understanding because we insisted yeah. on understanding and almost any discovery that has been done was first observed. We didn't understand why, but we got control over it by understanding. If you just take something and you take an atom and it's the atom explode. Okay, fine. It's explode. I cannot control it. It's useless. It's actually damaging, but if I can control it, I can use it to bring energy. I can use it for good purpose or for bad. I control it. So it's very, very, very good as a first step to just accept it. Wonderful. I'm, I'm going to just do it because it works. 12 steps work. Thank you very much. I do it. I don't care. I don't need to understand the whole knowledge behind it. But sooner rather than later, you have to gain understanding of what's okay. going on. Well, I think because that's the thirst most of us get when we get this particular monkey off our back. We're hungry for something more. We're hungry for what's yeah. next. Our spirit yeah, because desires otherwise, that. Yeah, because otherwise, if you don't have understanding, you will become an effect. You will become an effect regardless of how much power you have. You'll become an effect. An effect can be either having an accident or not doing as well or not using your full potential or falling back into whatever drugs, drinking, whatever. So you have to be in a position where you know that it's handled. It's not fixed. It's not a temporary fix. It's not, okay, I'm holding it away. It's not that I need to hold it. It's gone. And the only way to make something gone is finding the truth about it. And there's a technique, a specific technique on how to do that. And uh, of course, you, you can go onto my website or just follow, go onto YouTube, see what I'm teaching and start to get the ideas. And, and at one point, the person will realize, okay, fine. All those people are doing so well. Yeah. How come? And, you know, I was, um, I was working in Israel in the, in the jails of Israel. I, I had the project. And uh, in Israel, the recidivism rate is more or less 70%, three months within 70% of the people go back to jail. That's the average. And I've done a project there for a few years in all the jails in Israel. Um, there is 5,000 people that got released uh, as part of this program. Uh, by the way, it's uh, it's very well known. It's If you just Google my name in Israel, you will see that uh, I've done it. Uh, 5,000 people got released in, then we've checked them for three years, three years. One lady came back oh, wow. to jail, one lady, five years out of 5,000 people, yeah. just one lady came back and most of them had problem with drugs, drinking, uh, lots of issues, families, bad mm -hmm. history, like really the worst. Um, and it was, it, it was so, the, the success was so, is not was, is so good 
that the people that go through this program, when they go uh, in front of uh, their, um, there's like a, every few months, there is a kind of a, a committee in the Israeli jail system that they check the condition of the um, person. And if he's really doing good, uh, even if the parole will come within, I don't know, uh, six months or six years, they will shorten it to to one month or two months, just complete the program. Anyone that complete the program fully uh, considered to be totally rehabilitated. And what we do, we get them to find the truth. Once they find the truth, we can actually measure the result because things moving away and people lose actual weight when those things that weigh them down so much goes away. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's a, it's a fundamental biblical, the truth will set you free. Find the truth and the truth will set you free. Exactly. Exactly. That's an age old teaching. Exactly. Uh, And no one just told you how to find the truth or what is it? Yeah. Before today, if I ask someone, if I ask you, what's the truth, you will probably say, well, you know, what's true for me or the truth is something, but you didn't have this thing that the truth has no continuation. The truth is this thing that has not changed from the original. The truth is the moment of creation. Hmm. So once you become cause again, you can recreate it. And so boom, it goes away. It's fascinating. So let's just play fun and say, what if everybody, every human on the planet started figuring out how to find this truth about things? Uh, you know, it's and, like we're, we're, there's, it almost seems like there's a segment that is destined to stay in the lie. Like there's no, no. because there is so many yeah. people who are not, you know, the, the section of civilization who are actually reaching these goals that they, that these, the top of life getting the ringing as much as they can out of this trip around this blue marble we, we get to play on uh, is minuscule compared to the people who are not getting that. Yeah. So what I think is that uh, there's a very interesting um, situation that when you bring enough sanity, sanity is contagious. And when you bring enough insanity, insanity is contagious. Mm-hmm. I agree there. Insanity is much more powerful than insanity. Sanity so when is more you, powerful than insanity. Yeah, why? Just and like I'll truth. show you why. Yeah, exactly. And I'll show you why. Uh, let's say this is a timeline, my timeline, and this is yours. And this is another person. And this is another person. Let's say that I committed the sin here. I've done something against you. So I've done something against you. You will immediately do something against me. Okay. Okay. Now, because now you committed the sin, I convinced you to commit the sin against me. You will commit the sin against someone else. Right. And he will commit the sin against you. And it will continue like that. And you will see that uh, this uh, cycle of sins is contagious. It's really like I done something against you. You'll do something against me. You cheated me. I'll cheat you. He cheat me. I would cheat him and so on and so on. I agree. And what happened is that the moment that one of us, one of us remove the sin, there's a chain reaction because if I move the sin, you have nothing to hold against here. So this 
one have to be removed automatically. And then this one have to be removed automatically. It's nothing to do with anyone else. You don't need to be there or anything. And by by one person taking responsibility, the chain reaction of bringing sanity is just unbelievable. There is a chain reaction on good. That's why good is much more powerful than bad. Because good is instantaneous. Truth is instantaneous. You get like a whole chain of people that improve. But bad, I need to do something against you. It will take you some time to do something against me. Now you committed the sin against me. It will take you some time to commit the sin against someone else. So bad is slower and good is much faster, much more powerful. Hmm. Truth is instantaneous. Lies take time. I, uh, that's tough for me to get my mind around. Okay. Just look at that. If uh, truth is uh, something, something that truth, if there's a building and this building is held by, uh, this is the a building and this is first floor and this is second floor and this is third floor. And it's all held here by this basic, uh, base. Yeah. And this is my, the original scene. If I remove that one person that removed this scene, if I remove the base, all of this thing will fall apart yeah. automatically. This yep. is truth. But to build these lies, it takes to build that and then to build that and then to build that. It takes long time. Yeah. So I commit a sin against you. You commit a sin against me, which convince you that you cannot trust people. So you commit a sin against someone else and he commit a sin against you. And it takes time. So truth is instantaneous. I took the base of the building, the whole building goes, boom. Lies take time. It takes time to build mess. And lies is mess. Lies is more and more mess. Yeah, yeah they are a mess. They create mm -hmm. messes. We uh, use a general term in recovery, uh, just as kind of generically, you call it a resentment. And that's that stain that's left behind my behind me as a result. Uh oh, something just changed. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Just something just changed on my end. Um, and that we, those are the little spots on the lines that you just drew, you know, whenever, <laughs> uh, when you do something to me, well, then I hold this resentment. And, you know, and then, like you said, it's infectious because I will, we kind of tell a joke about, you know, I'm driving to work in the morning and somebody cuts me off and I lose my temper because of that. And then I go to work and uh, yell at the secretary because that in my past, I let that still carry with me, that resentment eat me up. And then I come home and I yell at the kids and I kick the dog and all because of something that happened earlier in the day that 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 really mm -hmm. didn't need to uh, have that impact on me. Mm -hmm. But it's a like a pinball in a pinball machine. It bounces yeah. around. Exactly. Exactly. So, so, and, but it takes time. So bad takes time. Yeah. Good is instantaneous. If you find the truth about something, it goes away. Everything changes. One person change in a family like for the good and everything immediately. Wow. Yep. But for the bad, it will affect the whole family, but over time it will take time. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. And you know, when, um, when a family, let's say a family member is alcoholic addict and then they go through what we do and they heal from that. 
their wives and children and parents get better. <laughs> Everyone. Uh, yeah, everybody heals, uh, even though nobody else is doing any work yeah. around it. Uh, but because of this one person's work, it actually affects this entire their entire perimeter, yeah. their their yes. their entire family system. Yeah, because he gets a little bit closer to the truth. He has a little bit less mess. Yeah. He remove a little bit of the foundation of the building of bed. And at that moment, the building I definitely, of need, bed is... I definitely need to know how to do this. <laughs> yeah, well, I suggest that you will come on, on the seminar, start to learn, and you will see that uh, it's really amazing. The, the course that actually teaches that is called Fear to Freedom. Uh, you can find it on my website. Uh, the introductory is really low cost. It's, I don't know, it's a few dollars. Uh, it's called Fear to Freedom. Uh, do this introductory. You will you will see that this is really the key for life. It's key. Like you do the Fear to Freedom and everything changes. Um, it's, it's so powerful. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, and many well, people, you will see many results. The results are many, not five people 10 people thousands of people that will tell you that's it this is this is the real thing yeah well i am excited and it about makes that sense because, um i have watched so many you know i've been sober nine years almost and uh and you know part of the staying sober is helping other guys get sober right i have to give it away to keep it kind of thing so i have to help other mm -hmm. people to do the same thing in order to and i do that i take that very seriously and i've really honestly never seen anything you know and i'm and i'm just a southern indiana hillbilly I, you know i don't have anything behind no letters behind my name barely graduated high school that kind of thing you know but using the system that we have i watch people's complete lives turn around and their lives turn around of those around them they get better jobs uh, they're, they're smiling most of the time, you know, they're coming in telling happy stories all the time. They're no longer, you know, uh, what so-and-so did to me or any of that kind of thing. And I watch this revolutionize. It transforms a person's entire being. And, um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I've said, I've never seen anything stronger than the power of what we're doing here. I just, you know, not say that I've been in contact with everything. That's not what I mean. I mean, just mean, yeah. I have not seen anything. I have not been yeah. in contact with anything more powerful than what we're using. And it sounds like this is another, uh, this is yeah. even another step in that direction of a, a more, even more powerful tool. Yeah. And, and then you will see that you, I know I can see you and I know that you have something special about you. Because people are confiding with you, people are feeling very good to tell you personal things. Mm -hmm. And Vulnerable. this is something amazingly special about you. And it's more important than all the knowledge in the universe. No university or degree or anything can teach someone that. This is something that is you. And that's super, super valuable. This is more than gold. And then um, that's been. why, that's why it works. That's why it's worked because of who you are, hmm. because you are this, because it doesn't work with any person. It's, it's you that you have this unique quality that you are willing to, that people somehow find you open and Safe. the right person. Yeah. The right person to speak to. They know that if they will speak to you, you will somehow help them to undo whatever going on. And this is, this is, this is a uh, stuff that the uh, angels are made of. Yeah. It almost feels like magic. Yeah. It's, it's magic. It's, yeah. it's, 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 yeah, it's almost it's, feels angels like that. are made of that. Yes, it is. It is. 
It is. And it's admirable, super admirable. Like, wow. Uh, well, thank you. It gets, uh, it is, it's, uh, it's almost a scary power in a sense, you know, a little bit of, uh, and they can't, you know, some people you tell that to and they, you think you're full of baloney, but there is something very magical happens when, uh, when, when I get together with another human being and we do what we do. So, uh, yep, you know, the other uh, thing I've always said, I can't have enough tools in my toolbox, you know, so far mm-hmm. to date. Now, maybe I found the one here that, uh, is going to be the one that I, where I go, okay, this is all I need. Um, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, that's what been in my drive has been to find I have a desire to figure out how I can help as many people as I can help. That's really, that's the reason I do this podcast. That's pretty much, you know, outside of going out and, uh, and keep making enough money to keep the lights on and insurance paid in the house paid and all that kind of stuff to live in this material world. Uh, most of the rest of my life energy goes towards, uh, helping other people get sober and, and it's impossible. Seriously. Because you you have this um, you have this thing in you. It's something that as you cannot learn it. You cannot. It's it's really it's um, it's um, it's a quality. It's a magical quality. It's, I, I think it's like an angel quality. It's something out of this world. It's not physical, so you cannot touch it because it's not physical. It's not mm-hmm. composed of matter, energy, space, time. It's not something. It's not composed of two. It's something about you, the spirit, that have that healing power, uh, which is amazing. Well, I have Beautiful. been very much enjoying harnessing this power, and not for myself. You know, there's a, yeah. it's not, mm-hmm. it's a selfless feeling, and uh, mm-hmm. and you know, the flip side of it is, and it kind of goes to what you were talking about earlier. As I do this, and then you know, my problems resolve. And I don't yeah. have, you know, I don't have yes. problems uh, and I'm really not doing anything not to have any. All I'm doing is focusing my exactly. energy on helping these other yeah. people and things yeah. go well for me for the most part. Yeah, because um, the moment that you handle for them something, something blows there and immediately the building falls apart. Mm-hmm. You somehow connected to that person. You don't see all the connection, but yeah, something goes away from you without even understanding how it is because the connection are so complex. Who cares? Yeah, I remove the the base and everyone around, everyone and the connections. One person that you help, you help hundreds of thousands of people. It's a chain reaction. And it's a chain reaction and it's so direct, but it's so invisible because it's truth. Yeah. And you can Amazing. feel it on yourself that it helps you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh Thank you. I don't want to keep Thank you, you too much. much longer here. Uh, so yeah, no problem. all they need to do is Google your name. And I yeah, wrote just fear to, to freedom. Fear to yeah, freedom. Is that- I think, yeah, go, go to gprosperity.com and look for the uh, free or low cost uh, webinars. Or just follow me on Instagram, Mayor Ezra Official. It's M-E-I-R. Maybe I would just write it here on the... I can, I- Okay, I have your name on the participants thing, so it's just yeah. So Mayor Ezra official one word. Somebody tried to take you. Somebody created a lie out there that isn't you, and you had to put the official (laughs) on it. Yes, Uh, Yes. I I see that fairly often. 
yeah, yeah. people yeah they're copying um, they're copying the the whole profile and everything that i put out they're copying yeah yes. well uh if they're uh copying some of what you're doing that may be a good thing yeah uh for for the yeah. world it's well, just appreciate... like selling yeah go ahead i said they, they, these guys that they copy my profile just say um, selling bad things so they selling oh, are they? Yeah. not so such a good they're thing. not they're using, using that thing in order yeah they're using their videos and everything to draw people because of the um, the content is good but then they use it they selling or cheating people which is not so good right yeah I, I get it yep yep well i've appreciated getting to know you a little bit tonight uh thank you thank you for coming on the spiritual underground podcast and uh i can't wait to take a look at this stuff here in a minute yeah Thank you. And uh, if you need any help, you or anyone, seriously, write to me. I always answer. Okay. Just write to me, DM, the, just DM me on uh, Instagram, Instagram or on the website. I always personally handle handle the communication. Awesome. Within two, three days, you get an answer. Always. I answer. It's not someone answering for me. And I don't care who it is, who is what. I always answer with something that will help that person. Always. Great. Yep. Uh, like I said, I believe that's our main mission here on this big blue marble is to help other people. Yeah. Uh, when I'm doing yeah. that, the rest of my life goes pretty good. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, what time okay. is it? Thank Dave? you very much. What time? We're probably uh, 12 hours away from one another, aren't we? Yeah. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Wow. Up at that time. Well, thank you for getting taking that time out of your day then to of do course. this and uh, enjoy enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, you too. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Good deal. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.